0: alert. Go Go this is the only fucking podcast
1: about the Sopranos. So what,
0: no fucking ZD
1: now? This week on No Fucking ZD, we're talking about the boss manual, losing one of our key guys, and taking the chopper. Parking and gas, I got that. It's an all new episode of No Fucking ZD. More Annie and he is back. Uh, welcome to the most listened to podcast in all of history. Yep. Period. No fucking ZD. <laughs> <laughs> Episode
2: 51. By far the most attended podcast. Yes. Yes.
1: There are tens of people outside listening <laughs> to us yeah. right
2: now. I mean it looks like a million honestly. It does, right. it does look like a
1: million. Yeah if you squint very hard it looks like a million. Um, we are uh, close to the end here. Season 4. Uh, Eloise. Close to the end of season 4. Of season 4.
2: Yes. Uh, don't, don't freak me. <laughs> I mean.
1: Well we're also sort of I guess uh, I mean you know we're, we're closer to the end than when we started over we're this whole te- we're series we're
2: teetering on the third fifth mm-hmm. of the show yeah we're I just say. about there yeah yeah it's uh it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. You know yeah. what I mean? We're getting closer. We're, we're processing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of our friends recently finished the show and won't stop yes. texting us about it. Should we check in with him real quick? We might have to text him midway through the
1: show. We're also, you know, I'm getting ahead to the questions a little bit, but one of our listeners did ask if we're excited to, uh, we're, we're that much closer to the Lorraine Caluso saga coming up. And
2: <laughs> and you, oh, that's an OG NFZ uh, listener there. It
1: is, yes. So um, so we're, we're just a few short episodes away from... Uh, are one of our favorite quotes of the series. All
0: cock. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so yeah, we're we're moving right along. This is kind of cool. Well, um, I mean, let's be honest. The show really needed. I mean, season four moves a little bit of, a little bit slow. There's a lot yeah. of hometown drama. Yes, but bringing in New York in a more involved fashion was really like it's the boost that the show needs at this point. Yeah, and will ultimately lead us to like you know get the show's conclusion. Really, right? Um, Always good to get a little more sack. Um, oh, oh dude, I'm, I, I love Johnny sack. He's, yeah, and I think that the way he gets introduced, he, he, uh, you know, we find out that he's a more important character than we perhaps realized yeah. beforehand, you know, right. like you see how, how much business Tony does with Carmine and little Carmine and, and little, little Johnny and, <laughs> and, and, uh, and he like, He's been there, you know, he's pulling the strings on all these different ends and you really kind of can feel the, uh, you know, how he, he has this vision and he's sort of a worthy adversary for Tony, even Mm -hmm. though they work together, you know, very well. They do. Uh, generally they don't have a ton of conflict, I would say. Yeah. Not like between Tony and, uh, say anybody else. Right. Um, but, uh, not to this point, at least not to this point, but yeah, I mean, he's, uh, He's an important character. He's going to get going more.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, and uh, you know, it's a it's a quiet episode for him. Uh, it's a quiet episode for everyone, I guess. But it's also kind of a big one here because he uh, we're setting up this finale here, where it looks like. We're going to kill off Carmine Sr. Like you and I personally are going to kill off Carmine Sr. Right. Those big fish lips. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, but but overall, like not not a lot is happening here. But yeah, a lot of stuff is moving and he's definitely getting way more involved and like a lot more ambitious now. And, uh, I mean, you know. I mean, we've already
2: seen him be a loose cannon. Yeah, You know, like, yeah. but, but it, but uh, up until now we've had the impression that it, that's not normal for him. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole thing where he wanted, uh, where he wanted, uh, Ralphie clipped mm-hmm. and he was kind of going rogue on that and actually endangered his own life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, now when he, when
1: he bought that guy a drink outside the bar, yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that one, that he whole thing. A drink, yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. New level of hospitality there. Mm-hmm. That's that New York hospitality. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. We're doing that all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then, uh, but, but you know, now we've got him kind of, he's going rogue, but it's a little more calculated. It's more businesslike, mm-hmm. but man going after the boss. Yeah. And actually we've got two guys in this episode thinking about going after the boss.
1: Uh, Pauly being the other one you mean or are you talking oh, about uh, or Carmine Sr. Uh, going after Tony? Four. Oh. Um,
2: so <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of Furio.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, of course.
2: Yes. Right, right, right. But it's a, it's a, you know, a tough time to be on top that's in true. Sopranos that's land. That's
1: true. Yeah, heavy as the head. Uh, yeah, I forgot about Furio because he's just so sensitive. It just doesn't seem like that's something he would do. <laughs> <laughs> knowing what we know about him. Too close. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's, uh, I guess let's talk more, a little bit more about the New York thing. Um, a lot of retaliation this episode, a lot of balls drawn on some famous paintings. I know. And Uh, and I
2: I love that because you know, they, what we find out is that all they're doing is stuff that's totally normal, like wrecking that restaurant Mm -hmm. Is literally just like that's just like a, a card that you play you know it's yeah, like no yeah. different from that And i was thinking like who cleans that up is it some like is it the people that work at the restaurant or like do, do they get joey peeps in there with like a freaking you know a dustpan mm. <laughs> might
1: be a little bit of both i don't know it's john you, the john, at the you want i
2: could go get my dyson I vacuum <laughs> some of this up
1: yeah there's probably a lot of that like people just showing up with all kinds of cleaning supplies like yeah. ready to go and like wearing like hairnets and stuff <laughs> yeah, and exactly. colorful gloves uh, probably a lot of that i can see joey peeps doing that um maybe even carmine jr i don't know um, but yeah, a lot of <laughs> retaliation. They're still negotiating over this HUD thing, um, which is bullshit. Which is bullshit. Uh, you know, also kind of goes back to, to Ralphie being missing. If he was there, maybe this wouldn't be happening. Who knows? That's I don't true. know. That's true. That's uh, true. But you know, like everything else in the season, th- like another conflict that relates to money. Right. It's
2: all about money. Right. And 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 we we see once again that sometimes the bosses have to make decisions that hurt people financially to mm-hmm. stand their ground. You know, and Carmine is for some reason not budging on this forty percent thing,
0: mm-hmm.
2: winds up putting the kibosh on the uh, Esplanade construction. Yes. Which is kind of and I love that set. This is the first time we see uh Fat Vito and Eugene and uh and uh Benny. And not Benny, uh Patsy. Mm, I think Benny's there, right? I don't Benny know. Benny might be there. But anyway, mm. Patsy's <clears throat> just asleep in like the Homer Simpson pose, which I love. <laughs> but they've got that that great setup with like the it's not a wagon wheel, but it's like one of those things that cable comes on. It's mm-hmm. like the big spool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep, it's good. like on its side, and they've got a beach umbrella down the middle of it. And for <laughs> some reason, they have a little espresso <laughs> machine like hooked, like hooked up on top of it. I didn't notice the espresso machine. Yeah. That was awesome. And then the, the union rat guy shows up, which I've yeah.
1: seen in New York oh, before. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's kind of shocking the first time you see it. It's like weird and gross looking. Yeah, you, you they don't make understand it like, what it's about. Yeah, I was, I was scared. I was just <laughs> a sensitive boy, and I was really scared of that big rat. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, there are bigger rats in this city. Yeah, well, I guess like I, I, that was. Uh, that was brand new thing to me in New York. So I right. don't know for anyone else out there who's not from here, I'm sure like you probably Googled it. But just in case, that's like when a union is, is striking a job like this one where they yeah. feel like people are crossing lines. Uh, a big union rat will show up and people march around it. And uh, yeah. it's fucking weird. Well, when they have non-union workers. I'm sure, yeah. Or... What I mean, if they're breaking any union rules, I'm sure that oh, they, oh, they, right, they come right. up, you know, but in this case, yeah. Like so if they had all these water 90, breaks. Yeah. Water. Safety, perhaps mm-hmm. safety is probably a big thing. Sharing one port potty things like that. They don't want that. They, don't, uh, they do want that. Okay. <laughs> they want everyone in one port. Yeah, spot. Like, Come on, you guys.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, but but as we know, it's Carmine who made that happen. Right. He has his he has his finger on the button. And yeah. He, you know, he and he he launched the first nuke. I mean, that's a bad one. Mm-hmm. That Esplanade affects a lot of people. And we're gonna see Johnny go into some financial strain. Um, yeah, over it basically. Yeah, and over that's the why next couple of this episode and the next one, I guess. Right. Yeah. Clock is ticking on the season.
1: Yep. And so. that's why uh, he goes to Tony in that scene and in the car and mentions Johnny's or Carmine's health and all this kind of stuff, you know, cause it's the yeah. money now that the money's affecting him. He doesn't feel as loyal to Carmine anymore.
2: Well, he it's true because about it's the cause, cause, cause Carmine isn't being as loyal to him, you know? Yeah. And also let's not forget going back to Ralphie, <laughs> all good things, you know, <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, the, 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 the insult to Ginny, you know, that mm-hmm. definitely uh, affected this particular situation. That's I'd say, true. Quite, That's true. quite strongly. I mean, and Tony, Tony will mention it, uh, in the next episode, I believe Does he? Yeah. when they figure it out. And, you know, he said, you know, those kinds of things really count. You know what I mean? And, and that's one reason why I think that Tony and Johnny have such a good relationship is because John, you know, John gets in there with his dick swagger and every once in a while, and he's like, I just want you to know we're not going to meet like this, you know, and mm-hmm. like all that bullshit. But when it comes down to it, like Tony helps him out and Johnny does the same, basically, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's interesting that Tony's able to keep it so that both both Carmine and Johnny feel like they have a confidant in Tony. Yes. You know, because it's interesting that he was the one to get that call in both of these situations. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's
1: a lot like in the wait when Carmine calls Tony, they both say without really saying like, yeah, I want you to kill this guy. I didn't say nothing. Yeah. Um, I appreciate your thoughts. (laughs) That's probably, you know, like kind of when, like when Tony like, Basically gives the hit on Jackie to Ralph like it's a way to like sort of be like I didn't have anything to do with that That was the that was the Jersey family just in case, you know Yeah, yeah. Um, but we're
2: but we're backing them up, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> don't mess with them though, <laughs> right you exactly know? Well, I mean they say on the golf course in like a really awesome scene with with Carmine with little Carmine and yeah And Carmine senior like Johnny just talks about how the Soprano family brings in a lot of cash. It sounds like uh,
2: I, I think they do yeah. and you know this Esplanade thing I think was a windfall for everyone I don't care yeah. where you're from, you know, so um, that's an interesting situation, but, and Tony seems to be handling it pretty well. The topic seems to have moved past, like, I don't know where Ralph is. Like, no one seems to be asking about that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I guess, how much time do you think has gone by? Kind of. Oh, a few months, I think, actually, because, um, something happens where, uh, uh, Furio's remodeling or something like that. Mm. And like they mentioned, oh, it's been a few months since something. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's taken a few months. Um, I forget exactly what it was, but toward the beginning of the episode, someone mentions like, you know, there's something that has turned around. Right. Over the last few months. And that's definitely, uh, that's definitely, an indicator of time having passed Yeah, bet- well, between the last episode and this one
1: yeah I mean the ground was frozen when they buried Ralphie and then like these last couple ones they're wearing like those light shirts outside now yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so it's supposed so to, yeah. it's warmer and then next week obviously they're at the beach so jet
2: skis yeah cookouts yeah <laughs> you know
1: a lot of slow-mo shots Tony on the beach yeah. AJ <laughs> on the beach in his red one piece
2: it's gonna be a great up. Uh, that's one of my favorite episodes I'm very excited about white caps me too I gotta you, let's one. not get ahead though okay You don't want to just skip to that one? (laughs) No, no, we can't. We got to savor every podcast. (laughs) It's important in life. It is important. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, So, yeah, I mean, you know, another thing like this this whole season, we've been talking about the whole... uh, I don't know. I have to relate it back to nine eleven a little bit here, where there's just like 9 I know it was this. It was a big to do um, back in the day. Um, I've but, heard about this, but like there's just a lot of like teasing out the possibility of violence, like maybe something crazy is going to happen, and mm-hmm. then something doesn't. I think like again, it's just to kind of make it like feel the way a lot of people felt back then when everyone was expecting the other shoe to drop at any moment, you know? Um, and then maybe not paying attention to some things that they should have been paying attention to. Like in Tony's case, maybe his home life, which is clearly not in a good
2: place <laughs> at no, all. No, it's, it's like, you know, it's completely falling apart. And yeah. Carmela, like, is all alone with all of this.
1: Yeah. Carmela's having a bad, bad time. This episode, um, yeah. loses Furio. He finally moves back to Italy and no one is all that mad about it. Apparently just leaves with all the family secrets and no one has anything to say about this. I don't understand how he just gets
2: away with that. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And then later on, th- later on in, uh, the season five, I think when, when Carmela finally spills the beans about Furio just to get under Tony's skin. Mm-hmm. Um, She says, you know, she says, like, oh yeah, it was real mature, like sending guys out to to try and find him. You Mm. know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's right. She mentions that, uh, which she must have overheard or something. But he certainly also didn't do that just because of car. I mean, he probably kind of did, but also it's like, you know, he just like abandoned the family. You can't just do that. Yeah,
1: or or maybe you can. Or can can you if you go back to Italy? Like I
2: don't know. Maybe maybe that woman. Can find some way to make it right by sending a few cars over or something like that. You know. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's a good point. But maybe he is, they do get reimbursed somehow. Yeah, he. Yeah, <laughs> they get an IOU for yeah. Furia. <laughs> his picture on it
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah i mean that's the thing it's like no one's tripping out about it that hard but Mm -hmm. uh except tony does say at one point he's like he's like he's like why are you on my case i just lost one of my key guys you know and she's just and he has no idea little does he know yeah yeah yeah. one of her key key guy
1: (laughs) um yeah i mean it's uh furio i guess it comes as close as they possibly Can in this episode, Carmelo and and Furio. It's a lot like that scene with her and the wallpaper man. They're (laughs) in the garage. There's other workers around. There's a lot of sexual tension and romantic tension. And uh, Well, she kisses the
2: wallpaper man.
1: Yeah, she does. With Furio, not so much. But it's a little different because his life is in danger. Although I guess the wallpaper man would have been probably in some way. Well, the wallpaper man didn't
2: work for Tony. So that, that makes it a little safer. I would say
1: you would think, yeah. Yeah. Unless Tony has a little John Gotti in him who just like openly kills civilians. If he felt like he wanted to get revenge on them. I mean, he might, he he
2: really might do something, but like, I mean, the point is that Furio would be dead. Like there's no doubt about it. I think so. Um, but they never did anything and Mm -hmm. it just scares the daylights out of him. And I think that actually what scares him more is that he considers killing Tony, Mm -hmm. you know, when they're, when they're in front of that chopper. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that would have been pretty bad, yeah. For uh, you know, a lot of people, he could have gotten away with it. I kind of think I was watching it. And I was like, who knows? perfect distraction. You mm-hmm. know, the dude, the dude's barfing old faithful. Yep. Cousin Brian's all fucked up. <laughs> dude, he's <laughs> the worst. He's fucking everything. He is the new girl. Like they say, they keep saying like, Oh, at the club, at the club <laughs> right. because she, cause he's like, you know, the, the new hooker or whatever that like yeah. didn't want to, that that was like trying to get Furio to go upstairs, you know, right. and Furio wasn't in the mood cause he's in love with another woman. Yeah. I mean, um, Carmela. And, uh, but then, you know, she has the idea. I wonder if like the the idea of the chopper was like her trying to get under someone's skin or something like that. But mm. Brian just being like, "Chopper, that's fucking awesome." You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and who cares? Like, why would you need to take a helicopter? Like, who cares? You just, know? Yeah, yeah. But they were so fucked up. Obviously, they couldn't drive.
1: Yeah, Tony's uh hungover morning the next day. I've I've been there many times.
2: It's a really you can see because like the shot when he's coming downstairs, it starts out with his feet. Yep, you know, and he's just doing the little. He's got his toes, just like when he's kind of. He does a great hungover walk where he really like, kind of. He gets his foot down and he's like, he kind of really feeling it out with his toes as he walks <laughs> down the stairs, like yep. very delicately and carefully. <laughs> and he takes one smell of the coffee and he's like, uh which
1: is weird because coffee right. usually is like the automatic hangover cure for me. As soon as I have that first really? sip, I'm like, "Okay, all right, I can I can be a person again." I think. No kidding. Yeah that or uh, drugs just more drugs yeah that yeah or I just um I also fill my coffee with brandy so that, that's
2: probably maybe part of it I wonder about the hair of the dog thing sometimes I really succumb to it and mm-hmm. then I'm like oh I just feel like taking a nap mm-hmm. and then you wake up from the nap and you feel better mm-hmm. but that's different
1: it that, definitely that's
2: mostly just sleep I think yeah it works I think it works
1: sometimes it, it depends on the severity I guess of, of the hangover we're talking about but for so like a
2: more severe hangover would work with that or a less, severe?
1: no, like a less severe one. I could have like a drink the next day, maybe like a brunch drink, something fancy, um, yeah. at like a really liberal elite restaurant in Brooklyn. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then I'll feel okay. Like my headache will be gone. But if I'm waking up and like, like, feeling real bad like all spinzy i don't think i can do any alcohol that at that point yeah it's not good that's when
2: i just need to gorge on food yeah that's mostly like pounds of bacon for me yeah or (laughs) just something anything that i order with my phone yeah i if i cook it it's just not as good it's not it's totally not (laughs) this is a big problem for me um but yeah, so Tony has a big hangover. <laughs> that's that's the point of the episode. Yeah. To me, that's that's the centerpiece. That really is, and that's the key to the ending. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, John, that's yeah. the key to the ending. Yeah. So <laughs> think about it. You Just have uh, you have it. a few yes. months, you know, maybe six, eight months before we get to the end, and uh, yep. you know, figure out what it means. Yep. By the way, so we we have some we have some some text messages from John. Oh, has he responded? I want to re- read some some. Specifically, particularly incriminating ones. Oh, okay. Um, okay, let's go back. Uh, so, this is a guy who is a self-proclaimed uh, Breaking Bad lover, mm-hmm. which is cool. That's fine. Which Whatever. is fine. Yeah, it's we're a, not. not we're, we're not in not competition. That there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, we but just he, don't like Chris Hardwick. But no. he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really what it comes from. But he wrote. He writes to me out of nowhere. Don't stop. Best show ever produced. You win. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about. No fucking zine. Yeah, of he's course. talking about no fucking Z. Not, not the Sopranos. Since I'm literally teary-eyed watching the end. It's a perfect ending. Fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And he says, "I want to restart the restart the show, not like a crackhead." <laughs> but, but then he said, "Okay, so here we go. Here we go." He said, "With a lesser group of actors, the show would not work as well." I liked how mm-hmm. he used the word lesser. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right of the pod, right there. Uh, yep. 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 Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. You're scrolling by all these naked pictures of him. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's really hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard. But yeah. Um, but it, eventually he just said, you know, I give up. It's better than Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sopranos actually made me miss home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's from Jersey, yes. He's from Jersey. So that's the he's thing. He's from 5 miles away in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. He's sitting there watching, it. but but apparently he's crying restarting the show, uh, restarting the final episode watching it over and over mm, again, mm. crying. And then t- and then texting us, yeah. So so we're gonna get a lot of text we're messages. Get a lot of text messages. <laughs> yeah. It's not stopping. i I kind of stopped responding after a while because he's like still <laughs> hitting me with it, and some people have work to do. You know, we so. can smell the tub of ice cream on your text messages. <laughs> <laughs> we know what's yeah. going on. Yeah, and oh, and he wants
1: to go to Holston's. He said he'd make the reservation. That I'm into yeah. yes. What the fuck I, is that place? The, that's the diner from the final episode. I just want to try those onion rings personally. They
2: look pretty good, and you just eat them in one bite. Yep, it's not like a, that. It's not a biblical thing. Nope, 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 nope not nope. at
1: all. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm waiting to rewatch the final episode until we get there. I want to experience yeah. it but I'm I really want to watch it now <laughs> now
2: that he's talking about
1: it I'm dying to go back and watch it me too I also yeah. want
2: to see him curb Coco <laughs> that, that's yes. one of my favorite things yes.
1: get him up good good stuff yeah um, well alright let's uh, so we all will right. get to that back to reality <laughs> Back to reality yeah. for a second yeah uh, Furio yeah so he's Uh. he will be officially out of the picture now at this point point. Yep. Um, yep, 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 yep. and Carmela except
2: in Carmela's
1: you know fantasies right he might come back in a dream or two uh, we don't we shouldn't say when someone's not going to be on the show again because we said yeah, last week that Devin forgetting. was off the show and she's in all of next season and like more she episodes is? yeah cause she's there for like the Marco Polo pool party and like
2: ah oh, fuck you're right <laughs> shit so as far as we know Furio's back we have well, no idea all I was saying was <laughs> no, that know, AJ know. was being a douchebag. bag you're, and like well, maybe yeah. we don't see her for a while so maybe he has to do some like oh I've grown up I won't be mean to kids anymore you're absolutely right you know? I, well
1: I also like in my head skipped way ahead to season 6 like, yeah that's right it's with like Blanca next year but that's not for a little while
2: dude Blanca's so fine
1: yeah AJ cleans up i don't understand he's a manager at some pizza place he doesn't literally clean up but but (laughs) he he cleans up with the ladies actually he walks out on cleaning up (laughs) Uh, yeah i don't think he literally cleans up
2: ever in this show Uh, um, all right Uh, but yeah so So, carmella carmella not doing too hot camilla camilla
1: um not doing too hot she's feeling um pretty trapped i would say mostly alienating everybody yeah yeah um She's, uh, you know, she's kind of like, this whole season, I think she's felt very trapped and kind of optionless. And we talked, like, in one of the first episodes of the season, um, we... um uh, there's that scene where she's in the kitchen with Tony, and there, she's trying to get him to invest money, and he won't do it. And then, like at the end of the scene, he walks out. And she's kind of boxed in by the frame of the kitchen, you know. Uh, and then they show that same shot after Fur- Furio leaves. They show a really similar shot here where she's looking through the window, and it just pulls back, and it's even she looks even smaller like and more. Fucking boxed Rapunzel in. up there, yeah. And uh, I think that she's just feeling like. She's just completely out of options here, and she's yep. really resentful of Meadow for having options and living a life that she thinks maybe she would have lived if she didn't get stuck with Tony so early.
2: Right, and and I and I think that's that's a perfect analysis. Basically, I, yeah. have, I have no response I, other than to say um, <laughs> you <laughs> that, are wrong. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that uh, you, I love the whole Billy Budd thing and how she's tripping out about it. Yeah, did you read Billy Budd? No. It was me it was never assigned to me. I was really hoping that you had read it. But anyways, it's a gay book. (laughs) It sounds gay. According (laughs) to Yeah, it sounds super gay. Uh, The Ship's Florist. But it literally sounds gay. (laughs) But but um but I just love the conversation that they get into about it because yeah, a, the scene where everybody goes over for dinner at Meadows place is like beyond boring and mm-hmm. beyond awkward. Oh God. yeah. And it's just like impossible to watch. Basically. Mm-hmm. Finn is so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. He's so just like, he's just terrified of them. But like also he's trying to get this like Hugh Grant, like, Oh, I'm so kind of charming and yep. like yeah. and <laughs> their jokes are, they're like taking turns, like making jokes and like, we're funny. We're all funny and yep. all this stuff it's just like there's it's just really bad it's so awkward yeah, yeah it's so oh awkward God. and with the shins the shins
1: uh, the shins which was like the biggest song the first couple of years of my
2: freshman year in college oh, i made and out so much to that song yeah mostly in yeah. high school but yeah
1: this this they soprano used it way before garden state by the way i want to point that out this is big when we went to school or when i went to school i think you know garden state had just come out
2: I, toward the end of when i was in high school but yeah yeah same I, time
1: i knew of the bands but they weren't I was still super into Incubus, um, (laughs) (laughs) so they didn't really fit my style. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But then a couple months later, I definitely heard of them, and they were huge for the first, like, three weeks, and then, like, already... I got my first taste of like real hipsterism when it was just not cool anymore. Like within like three weeks, ago. because it's too much. Just, it, was it was like definitely
2: done. like the first thing they had on vinyl at Urban Outfitters. You oh know? yeah, for
1: sure. Um, for sure.
2: But it's just over the. T- it's like it's like makes my eyes water listening mm-hmm. to that song. Just like it stings a little bit because the emotion is just like so on the nose in mm-hmm. that tune. You know what I mean? That being said, I'm gonna walk home in the rain listening to it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good like ending credits vibe for for any moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, they have this scene, and I, I all I was going to add to what you said was that like this this intellectual discussion that they have that like really goes nowhere. Yes. Um, and by the way, AJ is hilarious in that scene because yes. he's like, "Really? <laughs> he like, I thought you read, read it." it you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's you just so proud re- of getting a C. This, yeah, yeah, and this is like, I mean, this is this is doesn't hold a candle to it, but this is very similar to. Uh, like some of the other really funny dialogues that have gone down this season, like uh like Chrissy's intervention and stuff like that, yes. where people just keep interjecting in these funny ways, and there are these layers of idiotry, basically. yeah, but um, yeah, Carmela's upset at the intellectual side of Meadow because she never followed that, you yeah. know, yeah, and then when Meadow, You know, Meadow's giving herself possibilities, like you said. And then when she winds up kind of kicking Carmella in the balls and saying, well, maybe I can just go to Montclair State and drop out like you did. Mm -hmm. So just bug out, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like it's just, it's, 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 she's kicked squarely in the balls, basically, because that's exactly what it's about, I think.
1: It's definitely, yeah, for sure. I think, I think she feels insecure that being around intellectuals, because she like really wanted to be and maybe even kind of is among her group of friends possibly. Yeah. She, I mean, yeah. She I mean she's still Carmela smart in her own way, but, let, is, but make yeah. no mistake. She's not like, you know, well, she's just not book smart or as yeah. like well read maybe, which is like also totally fine. I'm just saying that she's it's something she's insecure about. Yeah. She's a very limited worldview. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just but, put it that way. but she is like very street smart. And uh, I think like knows behavior um, to some extent, like like Tony, yeah. I think she's like sort of kind of it like enlightened if you well, will well they're good what's what the right term they're but. good at
2: what they're good at no I like yeah. that term they're good at what they're good at you know and they've devoted their lives to being like this like mafia couple from 60 years ago yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean right. and, and they're great at that but you know their kids are more progressive or they one of their kids is more progressive and mm-hmm. you know AJ would probably prefer that everyone just like dial it back on the progressiveness and the intellectualism. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might have survived a little bit better in the 50s with like the a group of knuckleheads or something like that. That's but-
1: true, yeah. He'll have his own awakening. When, he's, well, he's when gonna, he gets into Bob Dylan. He's going to have a few of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He's just like,
2: I can't believe this was written so long ago. It's just like, it's like about right like, now. Yeah. But everybody's had that. Like, I definitely oh, had sure, that. Yeah. I was like, oh man, this is like so different from Blink-182. Yeah. I can't like, believe it. Why isn't anyone talking about these Beatles? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so good. going to show my friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Carmella, that's something
1: I think she always kind of wanted to do. I mean, next season, I think she falls for the teacher because she, he sort of treats her like she's intellectual and she just like is all about it just drooling over this guy who's read books and, and recommends yeah. her books and, and 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 treats her you know better than Meadow I guess he treats her pretty well yeah he's yeah, like a normal person a also
2: I may point out that Mr. Wegler I know is the one who assigned Billy Budd
1: yeah I thought that was kind of I never noticed that before That's, yeah she's uh, gonna get all up in that ass yeah because so. you know That's how it's done Between those Yeah two. exactly <laughs> It's very much A Janice Ralphie thing With Carmela And Mr. Wegler
2: <laughs> Alright well We'll get there When we get there Okay <laughs> Yeah like, okay fair Yeah it's, a, it's part of the fantasy You read a book on the toilet I come find you You know yeah. like That's Billy Budd Oh that's not a gay book Let's see <laughs> Let's see Whoa.
1: Um, but so we'll just close out this first half. I mean, with Carmela's story, I mean, like whether Tony realizes it or not, things are about to blow up there at home, and I think that yeah. But but whether Carmela knows it or not, either that's true. But she's, she's like
2: waiting for a reason. But what she yeah. gets is big.
1: Yeah, but exactly, that's true. But she is feeling. I think, like, that last scene when they're in bed, like, really kind of sums it all up because Tony's just kind of talking about, like, what Meadows' future will look like. And it's just kind of like, you know, she'll maybe be, stay with Finn. Maybe maybe she'll break up. Maybe she'll meet someone a few years from now. Maybe she'll settle down. She can do whatever she wants, right? And Carmella just has to, like, really resentfully say yes. And I think that just sums it up entirely, you know? And, yeah, and that's
2: the thing. And that's what, that's what she tried to do for her children, mm-hmm. like, all the way through. And... And yet she's realizing that she's neglected herself. Yeah.
1: And stuck with this guy, Tony, who, you know, hides money from her. And obviously some, uh, some, some women named Valentina and, uh, nail. a lot of other stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think she's waiting to just explode and she'll have a
2: reason pretty soon. Yeah. Well, a bigger reason than maybe you could ever, Yeah, you know. I mean, it's, it's. Anyways, we'll get okay. there. Um. All right, we'll be back to talk. We're gonna talk Junior
1: in court, and we're gonna talk Polly and uh, his good friend Min,
2: and and Polly's the 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 wedding that he goes to. Yes, big big stuff. It's and then important. we'll have some questions, and uh, and uh, we'll be right back. No fucking ZD is brought to you by...
1: These Parker House Rolls.
2: Hello. Didn't see you there. Hey, yeah, we're back. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Shin's radio.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, just playing it cool, just relaxing on a nice rainy
2: day in New York. Yeah, it's really nice rainy day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disaster outside. Yeah, actually. it totally <laughs> sucks. It's like, it's like not too cold, but it's raining enough that it sucks and yeah. you feel cold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a fucking old wet dog walking around. Yes, exactly. That's
1: what I feel like walking around right now. These assholes. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh,
2: so a little Paul Walnuts here, I guess. Paul Walnuts is, uh, look, I mean, I generally, when I watched this season in the past, didn't realize quite how deceptive he was being. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of unbelievable.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a lot of the storylines. It's like a little, it's buried, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not exactly. It's not not very action packed. Ba- it's
2: very what like I mean, it, like very deceptive. It's very or?
1: deceptive. It's very slow, I <laughs> guess, in a way. Yeah. Um, it's very much behind the scenes. Yeah, it's very subtle. Yeah, so. yeah, I think so too. It's really good, <laughs> and he
2: and uh, and uh, you know, uh, Carmine. You know, he the way he plays it is just beautiful very beautiful
1: do you think he's playing it though or i, I do, do you think he just has
2: no idea who paulie is uh no i meant johnny sack sorry oh, right. i was trying to keep up with that bit and it was really hard uh, i see <laughs> to remember the word barry a lot <laughs> uh no sack plays it really well and and also but johnny sack like couldn't have imagined it blowing up in his face i mean it is mm-hmm. a small world it's like my cousin's housekeeper or something yeah whose, whose wedding carmine's ad yeah or like my housekeeper's nephew or something
1: which i would imagine he only got invited to for the envelope of cash he's probably gonna give to the family it's a good
2: reason yeah i mean like but i don't want a wedding that fucking big if like my cousin's housekeeper's like boss is coming like yeah. i don't want to fucking i don't give a shit about that yeah agreed no uh, <laughs> just no okay just no. if you're listening no all yeah right. all right uh so yeah Paul's been played by
1: by the sack, mat, by the sack master. Um, and, yeah, 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 exactly. And, uh, you know, um, he he realizes who he has to really pledge allegiance to and that's, that's of course, Tony Soprano. Yeah. A um, lot of tension there between him and Silvio because I think Silvio and Tony both kind of, like, well, in the last episode, they both basically said that they know it was him who was uh, who in the
2: beans? That's true. That's true. And he he led them into a lot of trouble. So mm-hmm. there's like equal equal parts Ralphie and Polly here, getting getting them into hot water with New York. That's true. There's a lot of money flying around there. Ex- that's that's true.
1: Um, and yeah, ultimately it all comes down to money here. As I mean, Silvio just explicitly says, "Polly, you're only as good as your last envelope." And that basically could be like the motto of the season for like every relationship, probably. You yeah, know? basically. Once uh once you stop being valuable to someone. I mean, except for Ralphie, which was a huge mistake, but still, you know.
2: Well, but but Ralphie, yeah. Actually, that's really true. Yeah.
1: Um, but we also get a lot of funny shit with Bali here because he's just a little old lady with all the other little old ladies going into the city for a big day.
2: Okay, because this this <laughs> is just this, this whole thing is just too much. This is one of the most tragic storylines, really in Sopranos history. But like, holy shit, is it a good ride? Yes. It's so funny. I mean, first it of all, it is funny. I'm sorry, but it is it's funny. funny. I mean, the car crash is funny. It's like it's like <laughs> I forgot. It's like it's, it's like the stupidest little car crash. It's like a minor fender bender yeah. in a fucking parking lot. Why are these old ladies with these giant cars? It really reminded me of Livia hitting her friend with the car. Yes. Like, There's my star ledger. Thanks. You know, <laughs> like they're always like hitting the gas so hard in these areas and like on these in these giant 70s cars. Yeah. yeah. Just
1: refusing to let go of that I, plasma, I, 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 I don't
2: get it. Just like, you know, it's a parking
1: lot. Like, take it easy. First of all. Yeah. But they're, they're uh, very proud. They've been driving since they were little girls, which apparently makes it okay. Yeah. Which exactly. is all the reason to actually take the license away.
2: Well, this is, you know, I have this gripe and baby boomers do this constantly. I mean, being a senior citizen and wanting to maintain your independence is one thing. Like my like grandparents us, yeah. did that. Yeah. Like us. Exactly. <laughs> like my grandfather, he was, he was old as shit, like driving around half blind, like in his underwear, <laughs> like at four, like he'd get up at four in the morning and go to the grocery store and he'd just like haul ass in his, in his Cadillac yeah. over there. <laughs> he couldn't see anything. Yeah. And he like really should not have been driving, you know, luckily yeah. he lives in like a real really rural area where you're like, there's not much to run into and he was fine. Uh, but you know, but the, you know, baby boomers also do shit like that. They're like, yeah, n- look, your generation is crazy about this texting. You shouldn't be texting behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. It's okay for us to do it though, because we've been driving for 30 years. Right. Yeah. We're good at this. Yeah. We're good at this. It's chill. Or like, or like, you know, I had no other option. I had to make a phone call. You know what I mean? (laughs) But like, but you, you millennials stop driving and texting and phone calling and stuff. We're trying our best here. Boomers. Jeez. Look, at least we know how to set up a Bluetooth headset. Okay. That's That's, that's, absolutely correct. That's all I have to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And that's basically the speech Min gives to Polly that she calls him a millennial and that he's yeah. ruining everything because um, so he's like, always just out here with your hand out and your top knot and yeah. <laughs> like all this stuff. <laughs> uh, um. But uh, so yeah, there's this big accident, and it's not a big accident and, well, though. For for Polly's mom, it is. For Polly's aunt, really, or she's whatever. She's tripping out. She's just Jesus, totally tripping Mary out.
2: and Joseph, and then the <laughs> other one's crying because she's bleeding. You know, yeah. it's just like, whoa, everybody, chill out. You yeah. know, yeah, always with the
1: drama. Always with the drama. Yeah. Um, but still, this like sets up Polly hearing about Men's Money and a fantastic scene at that restaurant. Uh, yeah, yeah just uh, they're going to see the producers right that's what it is yeah. they have tickets to the producers <laughs> which was all the rage in 2001
2: 2002 Oh yeah um that oh yeah she and then and then does uh what's her name actually Die on the way back from seeing Jersey Boys. Is that the play that they were yes, seeing? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. A couple years later. Yeah. Which just, I believe, shut down for good,
1: right? Didn't oh, it just close? Frankie. Yeah. We never got to see it. We always talked about that. Shit. They said that they would <laughs> do Fucking an interview. <laughs> I know. Yeah. They're supposed to be on the show.
2: <laughs> uh, anyways. But yeah. So they were seeing the producers, which is funny. That is a great scene. Mm-hmm.
1: That's it. Great. We're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Well, no, I mean, it sets up. So it sets up a couple things. I mean, he hears about the money under, underneath the mattress, yeah. which is another kind of old person thing to do. They just don't trust the banks. But I mean, I if guess. you grew up during the Great Depression where all the banks failed you, I mean, from what I understand. Or, or, or during or in our lifetime, where <laughs> all or the banks lifetime, failed you. Or yes, or basically any time in human history. Yeah, <laughs> the banks just failing everybody. Yeah, the banks. Um, uh, yeah, we, they're down with them is what I say. Yeah. Um, Except for my money, please just leave it in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, well, I mean, so we've been waiting for violence all season. We're, we're, <laughs> we're really used to the like the penultimate episode being super violent. Yep. And the murder of the hour is Paulie <laughs> smothering an old woman after <sighs> she kicks him in the balls
2: and then he bumps into something and hurts his balls again. <laughs> <laughs> and she also has maybe the great line of the season when he asks for something to eat. Yeah. She goes, my kitchen's all wiped off for the night. <laughs> <laughs> Which
1: I love and like didn't understand back
2: then. It's but... so old Italian.
1: Yeah. It's like, no, nope. well, even now I'm like obsessive about that now. Yeah, like, me too. It's night, like, like, what you have are you doing? Do I just yeah. wiped
2: off the kitchen. Yeah, it's you done. Okay. Yeah, it's the kitchen it. is
1: closed. <laughs> yeah. Um great great scene though super dark uh, It's
2: really really sad he murdered he just like definitely murders her I know It's not it's like it it goes from being like Oh shit! What's he gonna do? To, like he's not gonna kill her. To, holy shit! He's killing her. Yeah, yeah. You think then, he would have been able to tap dance his way out of that? But somehow these women, these old ladies, they don't take any. No, th- no. She was tough. Bullshit. Yeah.
1: He met his match. There, like, he's an old lady himself, and, and <laughs> that was like the his old lady boss that he had to. That was like the final level. That's and really he had true. To do that, yeah. That's really true. Um. So he spends the rest of the episode chopping up her body and burying it in. The, in the <laughs> exactly. I'm no, joking. Trying to hot, hot wire <laughs> a backhoe.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um. Yeah, it's it's a funny. It is a funny scene, and then it's horrifying. The makeup that they do on her face is just like horrifying because it just it's just she looks very dead and very scary.
2: Yeah, very dead and very scary. Well, and like being strangled or smothered or suffocated or whatever. That's like it fucks you, fucks up your body. Yeah, It it's, kills it. Actually, it's, yeah. good, it's <laughs> good that they did that makeup. It's yeah, realistic. right, right. Look, like, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Am I the only one who thinks that uh, that that Polly's mother or aunt or whatever Nucci that that Nucci and Polly had uh, no right to those Parker house rolls. What do you mean? Oh, well, yeah, well, he no. takes it out of the other woman's bag. I mean, first of all, I love the little sequence after the check comes. There's this like feeding frenzy. Yes. And yes. she's grabbing packets of Splenda. She's like, I saved these for my son. <laughs> and that's like exactly the kind of shit that like, that like some old woman would give you like here, I brought you some Splenda and you're like, thanks. Yeah, I don't need cool. this. Like, <laughs> But, uh, he takes it out of, uh, out of, out of men's bag.
1: Yeah, right. I I know. Like she didn't claim those roles. What's up it's with that? So unchill. Yeah, I don't know. Min called it. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen. I feel bad for for Nucci because like she does sort of get bullied by these two. But yeah. Jesus Christ, she is like. I wouldn't want to hang out with her either. I'm
2: sorry. Yeah.
1: Or Paul. Or Paul. Uh, yeah,
2: no, <laughs> but, definitely not.
1: But uh, yeah, uh, I love that also you like, this is like the, kind of the prequel to a couple seasons from now when, when they go down to Florida and Polly does the pretty much exact same thing with, with all the buffet rolls, right? I, yeah, like, totally.
2: Yeah. And he's like packing all of them up for the road. Yeah. Like a million muffins <laughs> and yogurts and butter and shit. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. He doesn't really, I mean, he's a fish out of water a little bit mm-hmm. because he doesn't really fit in with anybody. You know, he's from a generation past. He like, Lasted longer than anyone else, Mm -hmm, you know. mm -hmm. Like, guys come back from the past. We're gonna meet, uh, we're gonna meet, um, Feach Lamana soon, who's from, uh, you know, class of 41 or whatever, Polly was a part of. (laughs) And, uh, like, it's just one of those things where, like, no one else can make it as long as Polly has, but socially. He's a little off sometimes. He's like yeah. right in between, you know, being good to hang out with Tony and good to hang out with Cookie and Min. Right. But neither really fit.
1: Right. That's a good point. Um, but as long as he's giving money to either one, I guess it's cool, right? <laughs> I, I mean, guess so, huh? Yeah. Um yeah, and he realizes that. He realizes he's totally fucked and he needs to get back in Tony's good graces. Um It's a bit yeah, it
2: scares the daylights out of him, huh?
1: Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's another story like, you know, you could have I remember the trailers for this episode and like the showing the shot of him staring at himself in the mirror and then uh, him yelling at Sylvia like no one knows what the future holds, my friend and stuff like that. And. It was like, oh shit, Polly like might get it this episode, you know. It was, I mean, dude, after like, wow, really? They definitely, you know, how Mad Men, Mad Men did the same thing with their trailers. it would be yeah. like, someone answering a phone, like being hello, and then like this dark shot of a hallway, and you are like, oh shit, what's happening next week on Mad Men? Yeah, and then it was just someone getting a random routine phone
2: call, and yeah. someone just like turning a light on in their bedroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was it. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, the the way that you described that, I never saw that teaser, but the way you described it makes it sound like the whole season's about Polly, like like staging a hostile takeover. Yeah. He's like going to be the boss. Right. Yeah. And like, that's the main question, but really it's N- nothing happens. It's buried. Like yeah. you said, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I mean, we don't, uh, Tony doesn't give him much of a reaction there. He just like hands him the envelope and is like, great, cool. Thanks. And, uh, you know, for a moment at least Paul, he can breathe a sigh of relief outside.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he knows, he thing. knows how to, he knows how to work it. He knows that the money is pretty important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beyond pretty important. It's the only thing. Yep. So and once, so once he, again, he it's like, it's like he's been treating his boss like shit and being a dick for like three or four months. Yeah. And he finally realized that he's not going to get that other job. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, Oh shit. <laughs> right. I gotta, uh, right. I gotta come through on some stuff cause I can't lose this job. You yeah. Know? Great point. Great point. Um, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> hey,
1: no problem. <laughs> uh, and things worked out pretty well for Johnny Sack there, too, because that never really comes up between as far well, we, should, we should even say that. Who knows? Next episode could be all about that. And I've, I completely forget. But as far as I know, yeah. this doesn't really come up again until Tony goes down to Florida with Polly in the two or three seasons really
2: not really it so. just hardens hardens Polly against anything New York related right like for the for all of time basically right. true he's gonna be wary mm. of uh any and anything they throw up in that direction right uh you want to talk about junior yeah um yep yeah, on trial on
1: trial uh, not doing so well nope that uh, you know another potentially big thing it's like uh, where is this gonna go but nowhere
2: (laughs) yeah again and it's kind of like in the back it's kind of amazing how many how many of these little threads are playing in the background Mm -hmm. but none of them feel so pressing you know Mm -hmm. like at this point junior's trial has been drawn out for so long i don't even feel the gravity of it in some ways you know what i mean yeah yeah agreed
1: um yeah agreed and and another but it's still like kind of like the culmination of a couple different things we get the nurse back you know yeah and and, uh, next week is when Bobby goes and talks to the guy right or did we already see that when Bobby we already saw that we did already see that that was was last episode yeah he's like I might put a bullet in my head here
2: and here right
1: um, Jim Blake but still Bobby's like right Bobby's like into it now though and yeah that's how we know back he's back and, yeah he's, he's he's looking lively again at the courthouse you know so uh,
2: yeah I mean you know kudos to Janice <laughs> sure for reviving him you know <laughs> bringing him back absolutely uh, taking on the Soprano family business doing what you gotta do yeah yeah. I mean it's real uh, real tragic but we're gonna see more Janet, Bobby, Footsie uh, in the next episode Right, we are. I do believe. Possibly. Yeah, yeah, no, we no, never no, I do think anymore. we are. No, and we're it. also going to see Bobby order a pizza by dialing the number, saying what he wants and then going, "Yeah, it's me," and hanging up, which really? I think is pretty incredible. Oh my god, I need to be on on, on that kind of level with some restaurant. I know. Fuck, that sounds right? awesome. I, it sounds really good, but no one will do that. No, probably not. Um,
1: but yeah, so I mean we don't we just got that like first those couple scenes with junior there It's just the court scene and then the and then the juror So we have an idea that he's probably gonna get out of this and that once again the mafia has done their job They're
2: doing something. Yeah, I mean and it's like it's amazing that 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 little would uh would scare the daylights out of a juror But I tried to put myself in that position. I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be very scary Yeah If someone said that
1: if they know like where you're shopping and now they know you have like a young kid, you know, it's uh, yeah
2: and Eugene is like he's a, he's a slimy looking dude. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? He actually gets less weird in the season where he kills himself. Oops. Yeah. Uh but but uh, spoilers. But um, I didn't even know that. Yeah, uh but you know, he's he's still like a young like yeah, well, hey, what's up? Yeah. you know, I might kill you. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like he's freaky, man. A lot of neck movement. Yeah, like exactly. A lot of neck movement. He's like a he's like a mafia pterodactyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah he really is.
1: Bird like, very bird yeah. like. Yeah. Like ah, see, I wonder if that guy talks like that or if that's like a really exaggerated performance. I don't know. <laughs> well.
2: Anyways, we'll yeah, see. Yeah,
1: we uh, yeah we don't learn about too much about him. We'll learn about him later. You know, I also thought like, that scene where they're when they're uh, destroying the restaurant and like little Polly's there with two other guys. Yeah, it's like another reminder that there's so many more people involved with, in this than you kind of realize. You know, we're just
2: like focusing on these people. And these guys are so pumped to be destroying a restaurant. They're like, check this out. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's like AJ being like, guys, look at or AJ That's and true. his buddies. Oh my god! Actually, it just reminded me so much of AJ and his buddies destroying the school. That's very true. And the kid goes, hey, everybody and then he throws <laughs> the thing uh, and he says booyah it's actually really interesting because in that scene the guy goes hey everybody and then he goes booyah while he's drawing a dick <laughs> on Firo <Fural> LaGuardia's painting <laughs> he does yeah I forgot about that <laughs> he goes, yeah. that was a classic classic scene there <laughs> classic scene Paral- pal- that's what they would call parallelograms right in the, in the film world. Uh-huh. Yep, that's pa- an official parallelogram thing in the film world. Yes, say that all the time. <laughs> it's a parallelogram. <laughs> uh, all
1: right, so we're uh, wrapping up here. We're going into the season four finale. Um, I'm trying to think. What are the th- Christopher's going to come back. He's been missing a couple episodes now. Chris has
2: been missing a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. We don't get a lot of Bobby and Janice this episode, but we, we, mm-hmm. what's in motion is in motion. case yep. Caseira, sirah. Right, as they say. Right. Uh, um, and then, of course, the
1: big Tony Carmilla showdown, um, which is one for the ages. It
2: is. It, it really is. It's yeah. A good thing you got that sound system put in. <laughs>
1: yes. Very true. <laughs> um, so instead of the normal, you know, this episode being the big, loud, explosive episode and then mm-hmm. next week's being the more like subdued. It's sort of flipped around here where not a lot happens in this episode, at least action wise. Right. But next episode is
2: uh is quite explosive. It's a I different kind of action. Yeah. Right. And it kind of cuts Tony down to size, really. I yeah. mean, the scene, like, we're going to see him banging on some doors and not getting mm-hmm. his way kind of anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a hell of a season finale and it sets us up for. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that in the middle of the show, they decided to slow down. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like, season four is pretty slow and, and, the beginning of season five is a little bit slow in some ways, although season five really picks up with the mafia drama. Yeah. Which is exciting. The mafia action,
1: I guess, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, in a way, like, I think we said this in another one, but, like, it is still interesting the way, like, they retaliate against each other and, like, kind of have these, like, weird little strategic uh, or, like, a rule book, you know? Yeah, no Uh, one's, like,
2: that's the thing that I was thinking about earlier. Like, no one's heartbroken that the restaurant is torn apart. They're just like, ah. This, yeah. is, this is. A, it's like it might as well be a letter. You know, like I'm angry about this. Right. That's right. all that that is. And it's like, as he says, it's page four of the boss manual. Right. You know.
1: But it's also just like probably a little more realistic that like when when mob factions are kind of you know going at it, mm-hmm. it's probably a lot of this shit, just like destroying property, uh, roughing up guys named Vic. <laughs> <laughs> poor,
2: poor Vic. Yeah, poor Vic. They probably got uh, Vic in to clean up the restaurant too. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, here's some new headphones, put them on, clean yeah. up the restaurant.
1: <laughs> um, shit. Yeah. So it's just like a lot of that shit, which like I think, yeah, okay, like on TV I can understand if it feels like a little bit boring and maybe, you know, not as entertaining, but right, right, it's right, still right. super interesting, I think.
2: I think so too. And I think that it shows that they did a little diligence when they were writing it. Yeah. Especially because like it's a very delicate thing where they're where they're tap dancing over real conflict with the New York mm-hmm. family. Because that's a very real possibility. Mm -hmm. And clearly the New York family has the upper hand in that regard. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be conflict free. I like how we're kind of in between where it's not like a a war zone. Like they're, they're constantly trying to avoid conflicts. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because it's
1: just, I think like sort of bad for business for them, you know, I think they've, they've said that in the show and they probably will say it again. It just doesn't make much sense for anyone. It's a, just, you know. Uh, for to shut down the Espadad like that
2: for too long a period of time or you know yeah. um, it just fucks everybody up and you look at how many guys Tony has there even mm-hmm. just to begin with There are like four of his main guys are on that that's like all of their you know their streams of income right as it were yeah yeah yeah
1: um, I guess the one person we didn't really mention was Little Carmine but again I, I love that golfing that golf scene just because it's just so funny how like Carmine senior comes out and just totally dominates.
2: Oh, that's, little a, re- Carmine. that's a really good point. He you does. And, but then, you know, I think that, I think the little Carmine really has a lot to do with why Johnny starts to be ready to turn on the Carmines. Right. It is totally because uh, I think that he may, do you think he sees down the road where there's a poss- there's the possibility of a power struggle between little Carmine and Johnny sack if Carmine were to go? maybe that's certainly what winds up happening we know that possibly
1: Um, I don't know he probably doesn't take little Carmine too seriously right now because he is just a huge
2: buffoon you see that look that look that he gives him on the golf course that Carmine's like playing it and he's like what is he doing yeah Hmm." I think he's realizing that like
1: well, I think, yeah, maybe that might be part of it. And, yeah. but I think he's also just kind of realizing like, oh shit, you're going off script here and like, you're fucking everything up and yeah. like, now I'm going to be making less money. Like, thank you, little Carmine. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, now I'm going to kill your dad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. He says that straight out. I'm surprised yeah. no one heard him in the scene say that. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll discuss the season finale next week. It's a, bit, it's a big one. You want to do some questions before we wrap uh, Yeah, let's do some questions. Um, here is a good one for... Um, for this episode specifically uh, at those guides asks, what do you think the rest of Furio's life was like? Like before,
2: before the show, like when he goes back to Italy and then what do you think he does? Oh, after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. I mean, we kind of r- talked about that earlier. Like, does he, you know, does he have, you know, clearance to go back to the mafia? I'm not sure. Yeah, like the Italian, you know, the the nobly Dobbly <laughs> mafia. <laughs>
1: I mean, I would assume he could just walk back and be like, "Those Americans, those assholes, like they don't know what they're doing." Like yeah. this is, I wanted to come back here and like you know, like he might have to come back with a little bit of money or like some kind of gift, I guess, right? Like buy his way back in or do a Maybe. favor or
2: something. I mean, he's selling his house. I mean, if he owned yeah. property out out in New Jersey, he was probably doing pretty well.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, I would assume it'd be something like that. Or he, uh, we never hear about Annalisa again, but I'm assuming she's at least probably still part of it unless she's been killed. I don't know. She's his
2: cousin. So I'm sure that he, you know, he could, he could find some sort of sanctuary with her, but I I really don't know. That's a good question.
1: I I would guess he goes back to basically doing what he did and any like flourishes of sensitivity that he was showing Carmela just probably completely go away from that point on yeah and he's just the fucking terminator from your. yeah you're
2: probably right and then he also continues his career posing for the covers of uh romance fiction novels yeah yeah that's what it lives a double life like yeah exactly yeah
1: but i think like whenever tony
2: flies somewhere he sees his face he's like god damn it
1: (laughs) yeah i think he does that i think he like he just now he has like that tragic like you know like uh like prequel backstory kind of
2: thing like yeah. i had a woman
1: in america but
2: <laughs> it didn't no, work out he's the one who like i could sort of live with having a spit off yeah at this point because it's so far removed and it would be like the crazy fucking italian like the real italian mafia yeah yeah yeah. with, with furio at the helm like super operatic even like soap operatic yeah I yeah i could i could <laughs> handle know? that i, I would be, love I'd that be very into that yeah yeah so chase
1: we know you're listening yeah uh he, JC. he's always tweeting at us yeah. so um we'll find a time for that lunch well someday yeah um here is one from uh this is from at og nuggalo
2: this, says is, this he, has got to be good <laughs> he likes
1: the life advice answers have you ever been stuck in a rut in your 20s If so, or what
2: did you do to snap out of it? If so, I don't know. I'm working on that
1: right (laughs) right now. Evan's just a wee baby. Yeah, exactly. He's still only 29. I I thought
2: that starting a podcast would help. Do not start a podcast. (laughs) It's just so much work. It's destructive. (laughs) very destructive. You lose your personal relationships. i lost money. Yep. It's really a big problem. (laughs) I I quit my job so that we could record today for you people. Yeah, that was a bad move. Yeah. Real bad move. Yeah. Uh,
1: Especially since it was part of the new White House administration. I don't know why he did that. Um that was yeah. almost almost
2: <laughs> confirmed. Really close.
1: Uh, I mean, being stuck in a rut and being in your twenties, I feel like is kind of redundant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's basically it's as far as I'm concerned. If, if you're lucky enough, it's, it's like a lost decade where you're just fucking around the entire time. <laughs> well, it's like broken up into
2: a few pieces. Like yeah. like you get out of college and you're still sort of in college or you, or you're, you know, you move out on your own and mm-hmm. you're still kind of in that headspace where like I can still have fun, but now I have a job mm-hmm. instead of having to spend all the, all day on school. Yeah. So yeah. it like feels like you have money for a hot second. Right. But then you don't. Right. You and realize not having homework is cool too. And not having homework is cool. But then you realize that like having a job is actually more work mm-hmm. than being a college student. Yes. Um, my, my
1: girlfriend's stepbrother was saying that a couple of weeks ago at dinner, he was like, I actually think having a job is easier than being in school. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know what kind you of have, fucking job he has. he has. Well, he just has, definitely he has not podcasting. he's new out of school. So he has, he has some time, but a it's dick. not uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking asshole. Um, I and mean,
2: and also you have energy when you're that age mm-hmm. to like do stuff after work, you yeah. know? So yeah,
1: I like missed a couple hours of sleep last night and I'm a fucking zombie today. Yeah, exactly. I just had one of those nights and I'm barely functioning. Yeah. It's just,
2: just just like clawing your way through the week and then you get to Friday where you get a boost of energy to like destroy yourself for the following week. Yeah. You're always exhausted
1: during work and then Friday night it's like, fuck yes, I'm ready to go. And then you're exhausted during work and it's like, I wonder why that is. Yeah, yeah,
2: (laughs) exactly. Uh, But getting through a rut in your twenties, just, just, just stay busy. Yeah. I think that that's the best thing you can do. And, And use your time wisely. I think that uh, Mm. I think that you know if you if you want to do something then you should try it. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. like it's not too late. And I mean, if you want to be like an Olympic gymnast, it's probably too late. It's definitely too late. There was a time in my twenties where I I forget I I turned twenty six or something, and I was like. It's finally happened. I'm officially too old to decide that at some point in my life, I want to be in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I feel like up through like age 22, you could like, you could just be like, I'm going to stop everything right now and mm-hmm. only play basketball. And you could maybe make it to the bench of like a shitty team like the Knicks. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Like maybe. Like, yeah. But, but, at, but after that, there's like no shot. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You're just playing in China for like a hundred, <laughs> for like for like two decades. You yeah, know? Uh, it's a weird feeling to be older than most of the professional athletes you're watching. Yeah, and they all make like like at least a hundred times as much money as you. do. Yeah,
1: but they won't have long podcast careers like us. Nope. like generally, nope. if they get hurt once, then that's it. Whereas we can get hurt multiple times. <laughs> exactly. And continue to podcast. And I'm, I'm,
2: I'm getting hurt all the time yeah. during this podcast. Uh, yeah,
1: but I'm told the weirdest part is when you're suddenly older older than the coaches. So I don't look forward to that day. Because
2: that kid doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus. This 50 year old coach, what's he thinking? This Look, young man over we're here. We're never
2: gonna get older than we're never gonna be older than Greg Popovich, who will still be coaching when we're when we're old and dead and That's all that shit.
1: Probably true. Yeah. 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 When we were young, he was old. Now that we're old, he's still old. He's still coaching. <laughs> he, did a,
2: he did a great tweet or something about, about Donald Trump. He was just like, ah, I think he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he went on like a game tirade the other day. Yeah, I think is, he's great. Yeah. He's he it. always speaks his
1: mind. Yeah. I mean and, and we like terrified. a guy who tells it like it. Is in the yeah, United States, don't we? Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, stuck in a rut. I don't know. I would. I mean, honestly, listen. There's no uh, no use in not trying therapy too. A little bit that I think that helps. Oh, you sure. know, if Why it's that, not? If it's
2: that kind of rut for sure. I think that therapy is like definitely. I think therapy like if you're judging therapy based on the Sopranos, it's Mm -hmm. like kind of a, going to give it a bad rap. But I think that, I think that, you know, going to someone talking it out, getting a little like, you know, having, having mentors in general is a good idea. Yeah. Not even. Yeah, exactly. And a therapist can, can definitely be that, but like, and it's nice to find mentors in your career. Mm -hmm. Um, just have friends who have accomplished things that you're, you're interested in even if it's like Mm -hmm. a personal emotional type of accomplishment you know what i mean right absolutely like having people be like yeah yeah, yeah, i I did that don't worry you know what i mean that's a big help to me
1: yeah and um kind of going off that like if you (laughs) do feel like you're stuck in a rut like comparing yourself to other people isn't exactly the best thing to do
2: no because Um, yeah especially when you're like oh man, like so-and-so was like a giant star at like age 22 and I'm 29. Fuck. Yep. You know? Yep. I think about that all all the time. All the time. The guy who did, uh, who just did
1: La La Land is like my age or maybe a year younger. And I'm just like, God damn it. Well, you know, Oh, well, that's why. So don't do what I do, but listen to what I'm saying. You're
2: going to do a great movie someday and it won't involve Emma Stone and you're going to (laughs) be thrilled. Okay, so don't worry. Okay, well, then I'll just scrap my Emma Stone script. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, But yeah, I mean, yeah, comparing yourself is a bad thing. Just if it's everyone's in a rut at some point or another. Uh, And also, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe get off. Don't use Facebook as much. That's never a good
2: way to make yourself so, feel better. Social about media what you're stresses doing. people out. Yeah, I feel like we could go on for a long. time We could time go on for a very long time. Um, Give us a call. Yeah, um, that too. That too. We'll have lunch.
1: Um, let's see. I thought there was one more, but maybe if you not, get a
2: more serious screen name. Also, like, I hope that OG Nug or whatever isn't your like work email address. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: let's see. I thought there was one more that I wanted to ask in here. we we, Uh, we got apparently we got a lot from our friend John we did okay so John did ask a couple questions um here is one uh fuck Mary, kill Vic Musto Furio Gunta or Robert (sighs) Wegler this is a good one to close out this particular episode with damn yeah you go first um I mean I feel like you gotta fuck Furio right
2: (laughs) (laughs) and now that is
1: out on the internet and any potential employers <laughs> <You> gotta, <laughs> have heard me say gotta that.
2: Gotta fuck Furio.
1: <laughs> I think. Um, uh,
2: that's a tough one, actually. Or do you kill Furio? And See, do that's you, the that's the thing. I think marrying Vic Musto is a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Though. I I mean, I get a little Shania Twain going, right. eat some chicken, mm-hmm. go to bed, you know. He's very devoted husband. Roll in the hay. Yeah, and he's even got those, after you die, he'll still be pretty yeah, devoted. Exactly. Yeah. He's got those kind eyes and he can he can wallpaper your bathroom while right. he's at it. Right. Um I'd fuck Wegler, I think. <laughs> to be honest. Like Yeah, I <laughs> think now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> no, no, no redos. Okay. <laughs> no redos. Well, all right, then I guess I'm fucking Furio, yeah, fuck Furio. and then I'm killing poor Wegler. Yeah, why
2: does Weggler get killed? <laughs> I, I didn't think this through. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I think that you got to fuck Wegler because he's got books next to his toilet. Mm-hmm. You Good, know? Point. Good point. Furio's house. I mean, I don't know if I could. I, I don't know if I could keep an erection going like during, you know, with the, with the juicy Kings <laughs> music and shit that he has going. Oh, right, that's true. That'd be tough. That'd, That'd be, be a tough. lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: It'd also be pretty tough to kill him, but probably pretty exciting and quite an accomplishment if you pull it off. Yeah. Right. So there's yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. If you are feeling like you're stuck in a rut, <laughs> try and kill a mafia hitman. <laughs> hit if man. you succeed, you know you are a king. <laughs> that's that's what we'll say. <laughs> Fuck Mr. Wiggler. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. Well, we're going to see a lot of that, actually. is going to look better than ever mm-hmm. next season. Very true. Very oh, true. Good Lord. I can't wait.
1: Yep. Uh almost there. We were almost there. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so we'll be back uh next time to talk about White Caps, one of the top eighty six episodes of the show. It's
2: definitely one of the best episodes. Yeah,
1: it actually is, yeah. yeah. Um uh someone asked about that too, if we could like Get all serious and really give our favorite episode. I really don't know the answer to that quite yet. You got to listen to the podcast to get yeah. that.
2: I feel like we've been dropping breadcrumbs here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> about that you situation. Put the clues together <laughs> yeah. and
1: listen to certain episodes and yeah. rearrange the letters and stuff. It'll tell you which one it is. Look, just like David Chase says, it's all there. It's all there. Exactly. You know. <laughs>
0: all
1: right. All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Rate and review us on iTunes. Give us something funny to read there. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Ask us or more SoundCloud questions. or, or yeah.
2: yeah. Ask us more questions anytime this week. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like these life questions but let's not turn it into the Vice Network okay okay you know like uh, it's, it's good it's good but uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> alright
1: uh, right, we'll be back next time this is uh, No fucking ZD I was
0: happier than with no mindset and well, jump i